Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 98 of the Generation Gaming Podcast. I'm your host this week. I'm Tyler. I am joined by the regular crew of guys. We got the man, the myth, the legend. We got the Jack of Hearts. Yo. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'm doing okay. You know, I'm just, uh... Yeah, just burning off a little bit of steam here and there with, like, MLB 15, the show. I did pick that one up. <laughs> Very nice. It's a good yeah. game. Yeah, so I'll get into it a little bit later. Alright, alright. And we'll go on to our other host this week. Uh, you know, player's gonna play, hater's gonna hate, but he's just gonna shake, shake, shake. We got Jake. And I'm popping that swag. <laughs> no. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, I've been doing nothing, pretty much, for the past week. I've spent $80 at the bar for that stupid Mayweather fight. Could just spend extra 20 and stay at home. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's order the fight. It's like, I should have. It was like a shitty $30 cover charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, but luckily, I didn't have to go downtown, so I would have paid more having to park and everything. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and I paid like fifty dollars for uh to get drunk and watch a shitty fight. So yeah, but he's like me and my buddy agreed. He was like, "All right, instead of uh coming here next time, where regulars get treated like shit because uh stupid fights going on, uh we're gonna stay. We're gonna go to your house. We're gonna spend all the money that we spent here, and we're gonna combine that with alcohol." And play video games. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And maybe oh, watch highlights. <laughs> and it was like, yes, we're doing that. <laughs> or you just wait till the fight's over and someone posts it online for you to watch. Like I did. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like, alright, if, if everything's streaming right, alright, good. Stream the fight. Um, illegally stream the fight. <laughs> yeah. Go for like $100. IPS. Going for that fucking eight IPS. Is that really what it is? A hundred dollars? It was a hundred dollars for that pay per view. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck. Maybe I don't feel too bad spending thirty dollars for. Uh... <laughs> well, well, <laughs> people are mad about the cover charge thing, but, but like, uh, like by law, like businesses can't. I can't just like have oh, a fight yeah. on and let people come in. Like they have to charge people to be there. It, yeah, I'm saying it's, uh but make a uh, reservation, like $30 reservation, that gets put, taken off from your tab. But, oh, well, it's fun. Oh, they made a bunch of money off of it, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, they made a shit ton of money off of it. Well, I know, like, Buffalo Wild Wings and Hooters and stuff, they were, like, charging, like, 20 to 30 bucks cover charge, too. $20. Like, I had called Hooters, mm-hmm. like, because I was kind of upset about that shit. Yeah. Uh, called Hooters, like, yeah, there's a $25 or $20 cover charge, but all the seating has been reserved already. Yeah. And you oh, have to be standing. And I was like, I ain't paying fucking saying you don't, I ain't paying $20 to stand in a shitty restaurant. Yeah, I was talking to somebody at work about it, and they were like, tell how crazy it was to, like, what they were charging for those places. I'm like, think about it. If you got you and, like, four friends, go over to one of your guys' houses... Pay twenty bucks a piece to get the fight. You can just order freaking Buffalo Wild Wings, go pick it up, and then buy beer for. And you sit at home, and you're probably gonna save money. Yep, there you go, man. That's something yeah. a good idea. Yeah, that is definitely the way to go. Like, but but I, you know, I get it. It's, you know, it's fun being in the you know, public with a group of people. Like, it's, it's an event. Like, that's what that fight was. It was a big event. It's like Super Bowl. Yeah. 
But anyway, let's move on to video games. Yeah, we can talk about we can talk about that too. Um, I do want to mention the beer I'm drinking real quick. That I've been well, I've been drinking. Um, just to let everybody know it is Cinco de Mayo. I am officially on vacation the next five days, so I'm getting drunk tonight. Uh, so I got a 16-bit double pale ale. Um, they also have an 8-bit one, and it's got like Pac-Man on it, and it's pretty cool looking. <laughs> this one actually has a Mortal Kombat, like not the Mortal Kombat logo, but it's essentially like a knockoff of the Mortal Kombat logo. Um, I'll post it on our, our group page, but it's a pretty cool. It's pretty really really good drink. I, right. I bought a six. I bought a four. They come in four packs. I bought a four pack on Saturday and I drank them all that night, and then I bought another four pack today, and I'm drinking that. So well, wow. I'm taking a drink of beer. Excuse me. Mm. Mm. All right, so let's go ahead and go talk about video games. Whew. All right, since we didn't talk about what we were playing last week, we might have a little more to talk about this week. So let's go ahead and start with uh, Jake. What have you been playing, buddy? Well, let's just say uh, I kind of go last, uh, so because it'll segue in. Okay. All right. Well then, uh, Jack, Gabe, my oh, light, uh, my muse, my <laughs> flame. What'd you play? Well, let's see. To start off, I have been playing a little bit more of Donkey Kong sixty four, and that's because I haven't played that game in such a hell of a long time, and it's really starting to make me appreciate more so the save state features of the Wii U's eShop. Because here's the thing: the difference between that and the Wii's. The Wii's would just let you, like, pause it, you know, kind of like that and return to it, but only in specific games. This one, as opposed, you know, with every single eShop release, even on the Wii U and the 3DS eShops, you play them, you can save a particular point inside of a game, and it's able to let you go back and redo a specific part. Kind of like how you can with PC emulation type of stuff. So... That's basically how I've been doing this to try to beat games, say, like Ninja Gaiden and, like, Castlevania and stuff like that. It makes the game much more fun just to go back to because I don't have to do a lot of the rep- the repetitious crap that is connotated with those old-school games. Because they are basically were designed to where you have to memorize this complete level layout in order to, you know, in order to try to go past and beat the game in general. So, with Donkey Kong 64, I've been basically using it to get past these these really, like, frustrating certain parts of mini-games. Now, I say frustrating is because there are some mini-games that require you to try to do some precise movement. Like, for say, I was uh, getting stuck on this certain minecart level where you have to try to avoid these, like, uh, TNT barrels that are on minecarts as well. And in order to do that, you have to try to switch lanes. I didn't know this beforehand, though, but you have to hold the control stick in a certain direction in order for you to change lanes. You know, the L buttons to increase, the B buttons to slow down. And so I was getting frustrated because I had to try to dodge two TNT barrels, like, uh, going, like, you know, just going different directions, different parts of the tracks. So it literally took me about, what was it? God, I would say a good solid half an hour or something like that. I just spread across from, like, uh, 15-minute intervals with, you know, from the day before and then yesterday. So it took me quite a while to get to that, but... Other than that, though, the game the game is still playing pretty well. I mean, I like I like the aspects of it. I mean, I've been going back. I'm right now until, like, level 5. I think I spent, oh, boy, a better part of, like, 18 or 19 hours in this game now. 
Oh, well, let me tell you. The reason why I've ended up spending so long playing this game is because I'm going through this freaking OCD moment stuff where I'm going through, I gotta go through as each Kong and collect all these freaking bananas. All these colored bananas, all the freaking golden bananas, these banana fairies, all this stuff. I've, I've delved into that before, but... Anyway, I'm inside of a level called Fungi Forest, which, uh, as his name suggests, there's these large toadstools that you have to, like, climb up. If, like, you can jump on certain toadstools to get into, like, various, like, uh, other portions of the levels. It's really creative, the way they designed, that Rare designed it back in the day. But, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm getting to that point and stuff where that is, uh, I just have, like, maybe, like, what, one or two more worlds or something after this. I'm starting to get into the... I think it's, I think I'm like right near the end part of the game itself, but uh, yeah, I've enjoyed for what it was worth though, but I don't think it really is held up in terms of like, say, other platformers for the 64, like say a Banjo-Kazooie or the Mario Brothers 6, no, like Super Mario 64, because both of those platformers, they're really good for, you know, completely different reasons to say DK64. One, they don't just spam the hell all of these collectibles at once because if you want to look at a platformer that has all these various collectibles that that does it i feel like does it right and doesn't like overdo it banjo kazooie is like a great example of that you get to go ahead it you know you collect all the jigsaw pieces do this and do that but otherwise once you're done collecting those music notes and those jigsaw pieces you can progress through each world instead of spending like about two or three hours a piece on each world and stuff, trying to collect every single banana as every single Kong and doing this and that. But yeah, that was that. Next, I'd like to talk about, well, you know, segue into another virtual console game. I end up beating the original Ninja Gaiden, which is like a few weeks ago wow. now I think about it. <laughs> and let me tell you something. The original Ninja Gaiden, even though I was using certain save points, that game is hard as fuck. It still is hard as fuck. Let me tell you why. By, it's be- ori- by originally, do you mean the remake or the... No, I'm, talk- I'm talking about the NES one. <laughs> and the reason why it's difficult is because they spam so many enemy, en- like, enemy like characters, enemy sprites, inside one screen that you can maybe juggle... Yeah, well, let's see. How I came about trying to progress each level is trying to face things like one at a time but other than that though it's like you got to go through each character like on the screen like just basically one at a time and you know hey <laughs> but uh anyway where was i before i lost my train of thought here <laughs> i was basically just trying to go titty through sprinkles. each sprinkles yeah yeah titty sprinkles <laughs> <laughs> sorry you were talking uh, about a. I was uh, talking about. Game. No, I was talking about an NES game and stuff like that. The enemy characters like just crowding the screens oh, and stuff. Sorry, NES. So, I go to the last portion of this game, the last uh, little bit to it, and there's three boss fight components to it. One of them has to do like with uh, facing off against uh, your supposed like uh, father being brainwashed. I think it is. And, you know, the story is kind of funny, too, in a, in a way. But it's a cool, like, action game-oriented type of stuff. And the second one is you have to face off against, uh, like, the main, like, bad guy and stuff like that. Which which was really hilarious because I discovered a random glitch that uh, that has you... If, you're, if you jump at the wall 
like just right and the enemy hits you, you get to go to either the high left corner or the high right corner and you can just stay right there and just stay and just just keep on hitting up he's passing by with you have to time your hits just uh defeat his projectiles right, but you can quintessentially just beat him just like just by staying in one spot and keep on just pressing attack over and over again. <laughs> so that was fun. But the last oh, portion shit. But the last portion of this game, you have to face off against this ancient demon and stuff like that that awakens at, like, uh, a lunar eclipse, I think it is. And basically, it has three parts to it. You cut off its head, you cut off its tail, and then you have to try to beat its heart. That took me, like, about five to seven attempts with freaking, like, uh, my save state stuff. But finally, I was able to beat it. And let me tell you, the moment I beat it, I felt so fucking relieved, because that's one of those games I've been trying to beat for like a decade, because I could not get to that last part, because I always would get stuck at the, the fifth stages, those groups, because of like the various enemy NPCs, the way you have to bounce and be very, very precise. I mean, very precise in terms of trying to get, you know, get to the next stage and whatnot, but... uh the last game I want to talk about is a game I picked up, like I mentioned before, MLB 15, the show. I gotta say, yeah, the game looks nice. Traditionally, those games always tend to look good because of, uh, you know, Sony San Diego, I think it is. San Diego Studios. Yes, San Diego Studios. Yes, yeah, San Diego Studios does a great job of making the game look authentic. But uh, my general problem sometimes with these games starting off is the hitting mechanic. Because in the past games, they've tried analog stick things where you can basically hit the ball with the analog stuff. For this game, from the default, you can just go ahead and just press the X or the square button. X being... That's what I do. Yeah, X being like the normal hit or square being the heavier hit, you know, the hard uh, hits. Well, there's square is power, <laughs> and then if you hit O, it's more it's contact. So square, obviously, like if you do power hit, it's like... It's not as accurate as a swing, so you might miss the ball. But you get if you hit it, it might be more powerful. Yeah, but you're also more. You might hit a. You might get a. You know, pop up or something. Uh, hmm. Contact. You've got a better chance of hitting it, but it's not going to go very far. So right. Yeah, that's exact. Yeah, ex- I understand that, but uh, I didn't know that portion that I could just press the square button for contact. I've just been hitting X because <laughs> it's yeah, a lot I normally easier. Hit, I normally hit X unless I'm like on strike two. I'll start using uh, O, uh, the, the circle button for contact. Oh, man. The thing about this game, though, I've just discovered that uh, through playing through a lot of the portions of uh, the road to the show is you you never really want to skip or sim any type of portion of that game. No. Because here's the thing, and this is one of the most stupidest things that you could possibly do right here. Your character actually gets hurt quite considerably. He'll lose stats. A lot of stats, mm-hmm. if you go through, say, an entire season, entire year, just sim it all the way through without doing any type of the trainings, without any type of the things. Because I wanted to try to experiment with my character, and I went through and I skipped the entire year, and I end up getting progressively worse, and now my arm strength and, like, reaction strength are, like, at one. <laughs> yeah. No, if you don't use certain uh, abilities very often... Um... They will decrease in, in value. So that's the thing, though. The one that's just the thing that I didn't like so much about it is you you pretty much have to play every single game in order for your character to even remotely get better as it progresses. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I can understand how good that can be, 
But if you just want to skip through a series because you don't want to go through a repetitive slog of, okay, you're a first baseman. Go out there. Catch a couple line drives. Catch a ball. Okay, now you're at the you're at the freaking uh, the plate right here. Try to swing or something, get a contact, or try to... You mean, you you mean know, play play baseball? Yeah, just basically play baseball, you know? <laughs> But uh, well, you yeah. you can set it up so that you won't have to do like the defensive parts. Really, like you can you can turn that off. You can turn it off to like you play the whole game. Uh, you only do some of the parts that you're involved in, or you can just turn it off completely. So basically, you're DH essentially, and you just do the at bats. Well, I kind of wish I could just do that then, because you know, in the National League, considering I was like drafted by the Pirates and stuff, I oh god, I really do not want to do the defensive parts and stuff because it's like even if you're like say a like say a pitcher or like a hitter or something like that it's just it's just kind of uh it's not confusing in a way but i just really get kind of bored just like being the first baseman and just waiting for a line drive shot i'm a first baseman too but like i do it i always i I put it on some yeah so you only do like maybe three four times a game and it's just like it's just an easy like 20 25 experience experience points yeah every game that's the reason i do it it's just that, I mean, it doesn't sound like a lot. It's not really, you know, 20, 25 experience points isn't a lot, but it adds up after, you know, if you do it like 20 games or so, you can get a whole, you can get another stat boost essentially. Right. The thing I can say about it is I'm not really a patient, like, uh, person when it comes to going up to the bat and just, like, uh, waiting for the pitch to come to me, like, <laughs> so I can go, like, with a fastball or this or that. I decided to go like another type of hitting philosophy where I would take the first pitch and then I would try to work around and try to figure out how this pitcher is trying to dissect my hitting style. And it, it has worked for the most part. I think the the longest like uh, hitting streak I've had so far is like five games, which that's pretty decent. Yeah, that's pretty good, especially when you're early on. Yeah, but the thing about it is I'm on my I'm on my like sixth season. <laughs> oh my god, I'm on my. I played every game though, and I just started my. Um... Mm. My fourth season. Yeah, I didn't even... I didn't want to play, like, every single game and stuff like that, though. I just, uh... I just wanted to get get through and see if my team makes the postseason and just do this. And then if they do make the postseason, just go through and just, uh, you know, work from there. Because, yeah. uh, I, I think my team has been through the postseason, like, by two times or something like that. But we ended up getting eliminated. But what's kind of hilarious is, uh... The last postseason thing... We were inside of this, uh, you know, this wild card game with the Arizona Diamondbacks. I end up uh, getting the insurance runs and stuff by hitting a, like a two run shot or something like that, and we end up winning like about nice. five to three. And we end up losing to the fucking Dodgers, and that it kind of pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, because everyone else in my team just slumped at the same time and stuff like that, and here I was just like getting various like, well, trying to get some sort of hits going right there because we end up getting swept by the Dodgers. Yeah. Well, I talked to you about it off the air last week um, after the show, and I'm on the Twins. Yeah. And I'm the best. I have a 99 overall. I'm the best player in baseball. Um, I'm a triple crown winner twice now, two-time AL MVP. Uh-huh. And every all, every year I've played so far, we've lost at least 90 games. From what I've been reading about is you can't really get your player traded unless it's like in their sixth year or something of their contract, or not even that. Yeah. You can – the only – basically with – in real life baseball, you can excuse me. You have to play six seasons, and, and the excuse me, God damn, beers come back up. <laughs> um, if you you have to play six seasons in in uh, major in the major leagues, yeah, before you can actually go into free agency and go to another team. So I'm on my fourth. I just I'm like 
I'm probably 30 games or 40 games into my fourth season right mm-hmm. now. And, I mean, I, I did the first two and a half on um, last year's game. So, I'm basically stuck with this crappy Twins team that were last in the league and and pitching and, and the like 20th in the league and hitting. And that's only because I'm hitting 370 with 50 home runs and... 140 RBIs every year. Jesus Christ! Otherwise, we'd be at the bottom of the league in that too. So. <laughs> like, I'm on a, I'm on a really shitty team. So, and that's the, that's like the good and bad about the like baseball. It's like if I do like crit mode, player mode, and like basketball, like NBA 2K or Madden. Like you can just depending on what position you pick in, in Madden, I guess you can just like take over a team and win championships and just dominate everybody in the, in well, the sport. But in baseball, it's so individual. That yeah, I can hit fifty home runs. I can I can hit have one hundred and forty RBIs. But if everybody else on your team is batting two fifty and sh- striking out one hundred fifty times a season, but then like, again, you are going to lose a lot. Well, then again, you know that's one of the main reasons why I kind of like uh, certain games, like say like for Madden or even certain NBA titles and stuff as well, is because you are not really so reliant upon like individual people just like getting slumped into like uh, various. Mm-hmm. Things like say you can be a quarterback in Madden and stuff, and go through, make your own character, do this, lead your team to championships. That feels more authentic. Whereas this game, it really, yeah, like just what you said, really depends upon individual effort, and you're gonna get screwed out of like various things if everybody on your team is just slumping or doing terribly, or if your organization mm-hmm. makes bad trades or something. It's out of your control, so it's very yeah. hard I for mean, you to get into a, maybe a playoff team or maybe even get into a World yeah. Series. You know. It, it's there's good and bad to it or yeah like I said I mean like sometimes like I play like NBA 2K like it got boring because I, I joined the Cavaliers and everybody on the team was like all, the entire starting five had a rating of 90, and, 90 or above <laughs> and we were like I, we won a championship we 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 won like we went like 77 and 5 and won a championship went undefeated in the playoffs and it was boring because it was just like we beat everybody by 30, by 30 points and it wasn't fun. Like it's fun having that comp- like It's fun having a challenge, but it is like that's the only frustrating part. Like that's the only person, like reason I I, would, I like playing will be the fifteen, but I just hate like I'm losing. Like our team's losing constantly. It's like yeah, I, like, I hit a three run home run and we're down we're down eight to th- or three to eight. It's like the only run like the only reason you got three points or three you scored three runs is because of me. Yeah, that's what I don't you know, like I, about that because I'm getting into mm-hmm. that same situation as you are with the Twins with the Pittsburgh Pirates and it's yeah. fucking frustrating. You can't request a trade. You can't go through all the various stuff like that. And what's worse is a lot of the experience points you gather through each game. I mean, yes, you can level up your player like it's an RPG, but I do not understand the points given to the players and stuff like that after you try to complete a game. I mean, I can understand if it's good or bad performances, but 10 points for this, 20 points for that, and a lot of the points you try yeah. to level up or, like, say, require you, especially if you get to, like, the higher ends of your stats, your stamina, your this or that, maybe over 150 or 250 points, it's like, ugh. Yeah, I mean, I got I got pretty lucky because when I, when I pre-ordered the game, uh, MLB The Show 14 last year, I got a free twenty dollars in, in in points for the game. Right. So I was able. I was able. To like I made my guy like eighty seven overall immediately. When normally start off in the sixties. Oh. And then yeah. when I pre ordered it, when I pre ordered MLB the Show fifteen, I got an extra additional ten dollars. So I, I basically got thirty free dollars in my character. Plus I, you know, my fourth season now, and I played every game. Hey guys, Tyler here. 
I just want to let everybody know that while editing, there was some audio issues on Jake's side. Um, I'm fixing them, but while I'm fixing them, uh, here's some music to listen to. Enjoy the rest of the show. Okay, so the last thing I want to talk about with this game, it's like, I just decided to try out two things here. I went with my hitter, but today I tried starting off a new type of road to the show thing as uh, a pitcher, you know, just to try to go through, be on the team that I wanted to be with. So I picked the Oakland Athletics and stuff as the team I wanted to be pitching on, just going through a lot of the triple, you know, the triple A stuff before they eventually call me up. And you know what, so far, it's really not all that bad to be, like, a pitcher and stuff. I think I kind of get the feeling it's a lot easier to be, like, say, playing as a pitcher as opposed to going through as a hitter and road to the show. Or a catcher. Hey! Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) But the reason why I felt like it was a little bit more easier this way is because, well, for one, basically your control mechanics is based upon a meter that you got to match at the right moment in order to deliver specific pitches. And another thing is there's a pitching aid that's helping you along with a lot of this stuff too. So, okay, pitch it right there with the fastball. Okay, do it this way, do it that way. As opposed to, hey, let's guess what pitch he's going to be pitching. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I'm at the point, you know, where I have I do and I have enjoyed what I've been playing so far, but I am just getting really freaking frustrated with this game and it's yeah. like it's getting boring. <laughs> okay. okay. So that's pretty much what I've been playing. Okay, very cool. So um, I'll go on to what I've been playing. Um, I think I mentioned a few weeks ago I had Gamefly for the month uh, for a dollar. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I played Order 1886, uh, played Bloodborne. I got Mario Party 10 in the mail and immediately sent it back because I had no interest in playing it. <laughs> um, like it sounded like fun at the time that I got in the mail. I'm just like, eh, never mind, I don't play it. <laughs> so I sent that back immediately before I even bother playing it um but i did uh get more like like the the last day i was like the last the second the last day that i had gamefly before i had to cancel it before i had to pay the full 25 bucks a month whatever it is um they sent me mortal kombat x and battlefield hardline so i'll I'll start first with mortal kombat x um i played it i I only really did the campaign and i actually had a, a buddy come over this past weekend and we had uh, some brick and mortar. Um, we went to the tournament together. Um, not not tur- What is it called? Uh, the tower, which is big. You know, it's it's the old school tower, so like the first Mortal, uh, Mortal Kombat games. And uh, so, with with the campaign, it's only I say I probably beat it in four hours. And I will start with I suck at fighting games, or at least like the two day like like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. I'm not very good at them. Um, I'm very cheap. I will do the the crouch uppercut whenever <laughs> I see a chance to do it. Uh, I'm the king of the counter crouch uppercut. And uh, oh, I hate, the, I hate that fucking move so much. I won't do it against a computer. <laughs> I, won't, I, I won't do it against like humans, but against, like, in, in the, in the, against a computer, I'm going to use it all day. Like, yeah. me and my buddy, like, he let me game share from him. Mm-hmm. And, uh-huh. uh, like, alright, it's like, alright, we know how powerful the fucking uppercut is. We will not do that to each other. It's like, 
he did it once on accident. It's like, all right, motherfucker, I just did like five times in a row because he yep. pissed me off. <laughs> and uh, it's like, all right, that that's it. No more uppercuts. You learned your lesson. Yeah. And, no, I mean, okay. um, but with the I, I played the story mode, and I really, really liked the. Uh, I think it's a Nether Nether Realm. I believe makes this game. Yes, it is. Thank you. Um, and I really like the way they they tell a story with with the fighting games, like with Injustice, the first Mortal Kombat they made, and now Mortal Kombat X, where it's, I mean, they, they give you a reason, basically a reason why these guys are fighting. Um, they're not very long stories. Like this one was actually, I think, shorter than the other with Injustice and the first Mortal Kombat, where uh, I think I beat it in about four hours, and you could probably beat it in two and a half, three hours. But like I said, I suck at these games, and I I didn't lose a lot. I think like. I think there's uh there's 48 matches essentially, and I think I lost like 17 times, which mm. not horrible. Um, actually, I looked it up like nine of them were with one character because I couldn't I, I sucked with them. Um, but this one is a little different. Where the story it's not nothing fantastic. Like like just like the other ones, like the story wasn't great, but it's it gets you it more it's it's minor motivation to get you to like to do these battles. Um, but this one it has like a lot of new characters. In it, where it takes it takes place, um, a lot of it, most of it takes place uh, twenty five years after the first Mortal Kombat. And I do okay. some flashbacks to like the twenty, like five, like you know, twenty years ago, five years ago, ten years ago, whatever. <laughs> so a lot of it takes place, you know, all, it takes place pretty much between you know the first, for, between Mortal Kombat, the, for, the remake, I guess, kind of the reboot of Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat X. Like, there's it takes place all over in that timeline, um, but. This one is more about, like, there's a lot of new characters. Like, there's, like, Kotal Kahn, um, Cassie Cage, um, Jacqueline, who is Jack's um, daughter. Um, Cassie Cage is actually the daughter of Johnny Cage and um, Sonya Blade. Which are um, divorced, apparently. Yes, they are divorced in the in the game. And then, uh, I can't remember the other guy's name, but he's, like, related to uh, Kong Lao and Liu Kang. Um, I'm not sure how exactly, but he, he's related to him. <laughs> Um, but I really, I really liked some, most of the new characters. There's some, there's some I didn't really care for, like Kotal Khan. He's the guy I lost like nine times with. He's just like some, he's just really big and slow. And I just, he was, he was actually chapter two. There's 12 chapters. Not, you know, if you can just, if you're not, if you're really good at these games, you can just fly right through it in no time. But, um, like I, like I really, I struggled on chapter two for like, I don't know, oh. half an hour. Like I couldn't beat the first guy, and then I just kind of like, flew through. The like I pretty much flew through the rest of the game. Like after that, I died a couple times, but it was mainly just figuring out the, the characters, um, which is the biggest challenge I thought for me was just figuring out because you know every oh. most characters they have some different you know there's different combo. You finally figure out the combos because you only do I think four battles with each character. Each chapter is four battles, so by the time you figure out a character, you switch on to the next one and the next one and the next one. Um, well, that sounds like what they did with uh, Injustice as well. Yeah, that's basically it's, yeah. it's essentially the same style as Mortal Kombat and Injustice, where every chapter is a different character, and I really like it. It's fun because it gives you, it makes you use different characters. Yeah, and um, like you don't want to, you might like Scorpion. I know people are going to play Scorpion throughout the entire storyline, but yeah, like if you're playing as Batman through Injustice, like that'd be kind of boring. Like, yeah. So it, it does well, yeah, because it does something differently than say other fighting games where they require where or they have let to do you this. pick your character and then you go through that story. Yeah, yeah, especially if you want to say go through like the arcade or whatever the story thing with every character or something like that. That's going to be really time consuming as opposed to doing what 
they're doing with uh, section. Then you also like yeah. you can also argue it's like it cuts from the story by itself too because yeah, like I'm sure like injustice like I wanted to see more of the Green Lantern side. And I didn't really care for evil Superman. Yeah, I know what the Joker did was fucked up, but yeah, that's the Joker. Yeah, that's true. And uh, I was like, I'd rather see why Green Lantern turned into the put put the fear ring instead of the. Oh God, what was his ring? Oh man, I'm a horrible Green Lantern fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn. Well, we're not really well versed either. <laughs> I, I, I just know he's yellow, and he's even when he's evil, he's yellow lantern. Yeah, if yep. he's essentially. Yeah. Um... There's different colors to the lantern core and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, like all, red, all black, of the rainbow. There's, yeah. It's, Black yeah. is death, white is uh, life, uh, f- uh, yellow is fear, um, God, red is anger, uh, orange is greed, but God, I'm trying to think of what, I'm trying to remember what fucking green was. It's, I can remember all that, but I cannot remember what the original <laughs> lantern is. Yes, injustice, it's... Yeah, but... Um, I'm trying to look it up. Green Power Lantern. <laughs> I'm looking at it as well. So oh, Green Lantern, the, the Power Ring. I want to say it's not the oh. ability to overcome fear. Uh, it's. Uh, but anyway, so or something. Probably courage. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. There you go. So, but with uh. With Mortal Kombat X, I really, I really enjoyed it. And I talked about it a few weeks ago when it first came out that like, I really want to play the game, but I knew like I bought like Injustice and Mortal Kombat, and I really only played the campaign, and I was done with them, and they're you know four or five hours, uh-huh. um, and I knew like if I paid sixty bucks for it, I probably won't enjoy it as much um, from that standpoint. But I, I really, I, I liked it a lot. Um, if you like, if you're a big fighting fan, it's obviously a pickup. It's fun to play with other people. Like I have a buddy over. And we went through the towers together. They have, they have some outside stuff they can do outside the campaign, obviously. They have, like, you know, um, test your strength competition, like, tower. Uh, they do have, like, the, the regular towers like you would in, like, the original Mortal Kombat. Where you just go through, like, a bunch of different... You pick a character. There's ten guys. You gotta beat them. Then you fight Goro at the end. Um, okay. And I did, did that. And that wasn't really too hard. Um, All right, real quick, before we go too far away. That shit pisses me off. The Goro is freaking DLC only. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it's a pre-order fucking bonus, and all right, it it would be fine if he wasn't like prominently mentioned in the game, but yeah, he is in the story. Or no, he's, not, he's on the story. No, arcade. What's the arcade? Is what you're yeah. playing? he's in the arcade, and when you go to pick a character, he's in the freaking bottom right hand corner with he's his big cheating. fucking face and it's with the lock symbols. Like, and it's so stupid. Yeah, that one's kind of. I think that one's kind of cheap a little bit because he is like one of the original characters yeah um but i mean he's you know it's goro so i think a lot of people that since i from a business standpoint i understand it because um you know people are gonna pay for it there, there's some cheap things they can do in that game like you can buy like easy fatalities stuff like remembering a combo you can hit like yes. you can hit r2 and square and it does an easy fatality um and you you get like three right off the bat and then you can like earn some if you like you earn coins in the game you go to the crypt like this crypt and like you just like you unlock like it has a concept art um, costumes. Oh, fatalities. Fatal. Uh, you unlock you easy have to fatalities. Learn the fucking fatalities. So. Yeah, but if you want to do easy ones, like you get those right back. I never really used 
I mean, you going you can't use fatalities in the main story, so I never I majority for the most part just played fatality or the story, mm-hmm. so I didn't really use them all that much. It didn't affect me too much, but they made it like you can buy easy fatalities, which it's cheap and corny. But I mean, you, you don't have to buy them if you don't want to. Well, they locked away fatalities from get go, so the only way you can use fatalities are the easy fatalities until you go to the crypt and unlock them. Oh, I know that. That's kind of cheap. Okay, that's pretty messed up, but. I mean, you can you go through the story, you 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 go you unlock a good chunk of the crypt. So, I mean, it's not horrible, horrible what they've done. I mean, it's it's bad. You, I mean, I'll admit it's bad and it's dumb and it seems cheap, but it's, right. In normal fighting games, your character isn't limited like right off the get go. Because when you go online, mm-hmm. you're playing those characters that you have worked through. Like, yeah, yep. You're not playing as a fully maxed out characters. Yeah. But, um, no, I really enjoyed it. I think it's fun for what it is. I would, I mean, I would say if you really like the fighting games, pick it up. If, if it's great, if you, especially if you like the original Mortal Kombat. If you're kind of like me, you just want to do the story, if you can get it cheap for, like, if I would have picked it up for 30 bucks and just did the story and then some of the side stuff I did, I think I would have got my money's worth out of it. Um, but you can get it for a rental. That's great, too. Um, the other game, like I said, I got Battlefield Hardline. Um... I'll start by saying I only played the first two chapters and I sent it back. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's you, ten... you didn't like the chap like the story, uh, for, or for I like the first chapter of it. I I played so I did the well, technically they're episodes. Right. So there's ten episodes. Basically, the way the story is set up is it's mainly just um a cop it's TV kind of show. set up like a cop TV show. Yeah. <laughs> so and even like after you feel like they're and there's they're broken up into ten episodes. And there's oh, even like a, a theme song at the beginning, like an intro and everything. <laughs> uh, and when you finish an episode, it does like the Netflix thing, like go to the next episode. There's a countdown for 30 seconds and stuff like that. And that like, is it really stupid. has that? Yes, it's like that in every single. Fuck after. that! So it's basically no. Like, no, no, no. Like this is the one thing I hated about fucking Alan Wake. It's like I don't want to see what I'm about to play. Like, yeah, there's like I next could, time on. I can do the uh, foreshadowing thing. But like at the beginning of the beginning of the game, but like if I don't want to see the shit that I'm about to do, some of the story stuff that I'm about to do, yeah, and it's the same for TV too. Like I hate that shit. I don't have a problem with it for TV, but for the video game, it's kind of weird because especially cause right. it's... if it's on a weekly on air, like first airing, yeah, or uh, but that is fine for that. But if it's on fucking, like, take it out and post, like, please, before you bundle it up. I don't want to see it watching when I'm watching DVDs or Netflix. Yeah, so basically they try to make it like it's like a Netflix TV show, like exclusive, like made for Netflix show. Um, so I played the first two episodes, um, and I, I, I told myself, like, I played the first episode, I'm like, oh, that was kind of boring. Um, not really boring. Um, I would say it was, I guess, boring, yeah. I'll stick with boring. Um, so I, I'm like, I'll, I'll play the first three or four episodes. That way I can like say, like, when I talk about it on the show, I'm like, I played the first three or four episodes and I, I felt like I got a pretty good opinion on the thing. I couldn't make it past two. And it's not bad. There's nothing bad about the, the overall gameplay. It's just nothing. There's nothing good. It's, it's just okay. There's nothing exciting about it. There's nothing fun about it. It's just okay. There's it's, So basically, you play as a cop who's a good guy. Um, and it's just like he has a new partner and he's trying to like he's in Miami and they're like he's like part of like um like they're trying to take down drug like uh like this big 
heroin manufacturer somewhere in Miami. And it's just mm. building up to that. And the story is meh. I mean, nothing fancy. Uh, it but sounds I, like a poor man's Miami Vice almost. Yeah, I mean, from from playing the first two chapters, I mean, just talking about the gameplay, it's you only get a pistol, which sucks, when everybody else has a rifle. You can pick rifles up, but the ammo well, is very... That's the thing, though. It's like, you're a cop. Like, you're not really... Like, thinking about that. Yeah, no, like, like, you're get a cop, that. but you're not really expecting shit to go down, even though it's a Battlefield game. We all know it will. But yeah. they do have the assault rifles there. They're not limiting you. So, they do have them there, but the, the ammo is very scarce, so you can't really use them all that much. Um, but for me, it's like, yeah, they're trying to be more authentic with the... Oh, you're a cop, so you get a pistol, and... But it's not very fun. Like I want to like when I go play a Battlefield game or a Call of Duty yeah, game. Yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. I, like I would feel better about that game if it wasn't called Battlefield. If it was just called like Hardline, Hardline, or Police Simulation 2015. Yeah, Police Simulation or, 2015. Uh, the, 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 the Battlefield drug name, de- <laughs> Drug Detective 2015. Yeah, like the Battlefield name was very misleading on it. Um, I understand why they did it because I'm sure it sold. You know, three million extra copies because the battlefield name was on because it. Because of the name alone. Yeah, yeah. but so with the way the game is played is that you have, um, so like I said, you're, you're a cop, and there's the ways you go about the game. Like you can be more stealthy. You can be very. You're supposed to be very stealthy, and you get you gain experience points, and more experience points, you get more levels, and you actually get like um, more. Uh, you can like you unlock better weapons, or you unlock mm. attachments for your weapons, and things. And it also crosses over into the, the multiplayer side of it too. Um, the things you unlock, but the way to really un- unlock all these things is by being more of a good cop. Or, um, mm-hmm. You hit like the L1 button, and you like you go freeze, and you could freeze three people out of like three, yeah, which I never uh, really understood. I never really understood that because it's like these guys are all aiming assault weapons at you. Yeah, and, the, and like, oh my god, you, you gotta, oh you, oh dear, here here there's here. There's three here, cops with up, assault rifles up. in their hand. There's three bad guys with assault rifles in their hand. You have a gun, a pistol. And a, and a badge, you know, like oh, they drop their guns and they and they they put their hands up in the air. And if you don't like, you have yeah, to point your gun at them. Does. And then there's a meter, and if the meter fills up, they start shooting at you. So you have to like constantly move the pistol background. Like if there's multiple up three enemy, you up three bad guys, you can make freeze. And um, if you don't, if like one of their meters fills up, they start shooting at you, and everybody else starts shooting at you. And so basically, what you want to do is you want to arrest them, and you want to go about the right way. Um, but it's just it's it's kind of boring, and especially when the stealth is very. I feel Shitty. like it's a poor man's Far Cry Four or Far Cry. Game. Really, because like when I was playing, I really had no problem with that. The stuff. It's it's not it's not bad. It's just not fun. Like yeah, Far Cry well, see, want, stealth is I, fun because you can like you have all kinds of cool weapons you can use, and you have like you have all kinds you know in um in items you can use in your benefit. But with this, you just like walk up to you like you just walk up to a guy freeze and you point a pistol at him. And he zip ties around his back. Yeah, it's like I would have definitely been interested in this game if it wasn't Battlefield. Like, so when I was when I downloaded that trial for it, mm-hmm. it was like I wanted to play the rest of it, but I also said like on Twitter or somewhere like this game would probably be better if it wasn't called Battlefield. Mm-hmm. Like, if I was expect going from uh, the multiplayer wasn't that great, like at all, mm-hmm. like. It felt like a game, like, I think Visual did it, like, the people behind Visual. Dead Space. Yeah. What did I say? Vis- visual. No, I said Visual. Vi- that. Now I'm going to have to say fucking Visual. I said vis- Visceral. I can't even say that damn company. But the people behind Dead Space made it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
And, like, I feel like they wanted to do something more, and I've heard this before, but they wanted to do something different, like, and maybe this was the way they could, like, alright, you're gonna have to create a Battlefield story. Um, then maybe, then you can get your game, your own yeah. game, but, like, if it wasn't called Battlefield, like, I would, I won't, I'm gonna play it going into the mindset that it's not a Battlefield game, it's a cop yeah. simulator, like, and... Hopefully, uh, even though I shouldn't have to, because the Battlefield name gives me, like, uh, puts something in my head. It's like, alright, yeah, this is going to be a massive warfare. Like, this is going to be a straight war. Yeah. And, no, this is uh, downtown LA. Uh, Miami. Miami. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Like, I played it one, I played that one mission, uh, so, please... Mm-hmm. Like, it could get worse, could get better, I don't know. Like, you said, yeah. you only play two. Like I said, though, I mean, I went there with, with you know, mediocre expectations, because it basically got a 7 to an 8, pretty much out of 10, everybody looked. Um, I think the Metacritic has it, like, around 75, essentially. Um, but I don't know, I mean, it's just, I, I wouldn't, like, the, the Battlefield the battle name was on there, I wouldn't be, I probably wouldn't even bother playing it. And it's just, I, it's not, there's nothing bad about the game, it's just there's nothing really fun about the game either to me, at least in the campaign. Um, but moving on, I'll make this quick. I do want to state for the record that I um, took me like nine months, but I finally finished um, this past weekend Super Mario 3D World. Yeah, so, really? Yes. So that was pretty awesome. Um, I I, uh-huh. I, fin- I really I got away to like the last level like fuck I don't know four months ago. But yeah. you had to have you had to unlock you had to have like 170 stars to yep. get to like to get to the last castle, and I was like at 162. Yep. I'm like oh, I got on the play, I put it in, and um, I just got like the last eight stars, like in probably 20 minutes, and I beat the um, the last level in like probably another 15. So how you like that last level? Uh, that was awesome. So <laughs> my spoiler. So the big thing about this one was your cat Mario. You have a cat suit. Yep, and it's awesome. And I want a cat Mario, by the way. Um, but the last, you fight, obviously the last boss is Bowser, but he becomes Cat Bowser. So, yep. it's just awesome. Like, I want a Cat <laughs> Bowser now. I, screw Cat Mario, give me Cat Bowser. Uh, so, I don't know, I thought it was fun. It was definitely, it, it's awesome. When they put their, when they put all their effort into a Mario game, it's it's definitely a lot of fun. Um, didn't really want to go too deep into it, but I loved it. And at last, uh, uh, Cat Bowser was amazing, but uh, Jake, Agreed. my friend, you wanted to go last. What have we been playing? Well, it's not really what I've been playing because I've been playing the typical Minecraft and Call of Duty. You know the two biggest games in the fucking world. Never, never heard of those two. Can you, can you go into? Uh, can you jump into detail about them, please? Well, you know I said the biggest games in the world, and I'm sorry. Uh, that's a lie. Call of Duty is actually an indie title developed by multiple companies. Yeah, which makes it sound weird, really weird. Like, the only one company out of the three actually makes good Call of Duty games. Uh, and that would be Treyarch. Since, uh, Infinity, like, this company called Infinity Ward kind of broke together, broke apart. And you might have heard of Infinity Ward now because they're known as Respawn Entertainment. Mm-hmm. They made that giant game, Titanfall. Yep. But, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm not even gonna go, it's not even worth my time. <laughs> like, I could, I could do that shit, but I'm not going to. 
Like, uh, but what I did. What? <laughs> Is it be the better man, Jake? Yeah, I'm not going to do it. But, anyway, what I did want to talk about was that I want to expand my gaming, and I know uh, I tend to support a lot of PC gamers, but and also don't like, and they also understand that they do have a uh, loudmouth more than consoles because yeah. they feel like they think they're elitist. Don't do it. Don't do. Don't go there. Uh, uh sorry, I've already went there. I'll edit it out. You can you can go back now. <laughs> but uh, bought a mid-range gaming PC. Okay. Uh, as a A10 card, uh, 12 gigs of RAM, two terabytes, uh, R9 uh, uh, graphics card, and uh, like I hope to delve into PC gaming and where I can start this uh, this rig, or I can even call it a rig, this computer, uh, to form my rig that I'm going to be creating. And it will be here uh, Wednesday of last week. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I can't I can't wait to play, start playing Rust, uh, some more Minecraft in 60 frames per second, ultra high settings. And this game, like, from what I've read, like, I've read all the reviews, like, for this, and, uh, everyone says that it plays most games on high. Like, it plays, like, Bioshock Infinite, which is a pretty, uh, I want to say, uh, look, good looking game, but it's yeah. a, uh, setting, it's a, it drives your game. Like, it, it drives your, uh, PC. Like, it's, okay. It's hard on the PC, and it runs, like, it, 40 to 50 frames per second on high, so. Like, so, which I am interested in. So, how much did you end up paying for this rig? This PC was. Oh, God. Let me see it. Uh, $850. Wow. That's a, that's quite a bit of change. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also bought a. Uh, I was looking for something in the under 1000 range. And everything I found, like, looked good, but I just didn't have the cash for it. Right. Uh, yeah, well, it's... I also bought the, uh, this is not really anything, but a Razer Kraken uh, PC headset. Uh, I'm so happy to have another Razer product coming to me. <laughs> it's uh, the World of Tanks version, so, like, it's black and orange and looks amazing. I can't wait. So yeah, I'll be playing like Battlefield Four. I'll be playing uh, Skyrim on Ultra. I'll be playing oh, a lot, man. lot of games. I wish I could afford to have something like that, dude. I mean, man, that I, sounds pretty amazing. You posted on Facebook saying like uh, you want to play Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas and Skyrim. Yeah, those those games right there. Skyrim being the more uh, hard on your computer, but yeah. not by much. Uh, you could play those on pretty much any computer. Like, if you... um, I wouldn't say any computer. I mean, I could play right, Skyrim just... on my PC. Like, uh, all right, though. But it, it there are some chugging like, issues they, that I have. They, they do have a uh, like some. You probably won't be playing them great, like the way they're supposed oh, to be played. <laughs> I can't even. But, I don't even think I can play like a New Vegas or Fallout Three on my current computer. Like, I can play Fallout New Vegas on my laptop 
and on medium. Like the specs for that game are uh-huh. not are not big at all. Like it's yeah on medium. Yeah, I know it doesn't look as pretty as it should be, but you still play the game and it's still a good looking game. Like well, yeah, you, you can go you can go into Steam right now and you see the recommended specs, which yeah should be your minimum. And unless your computer's from the uh, early 2000s, you'll be able to play it. Mm. Hmm. Well, let's see. But, uh, yeah, those that's what I've been playing. And I kind of pissed off about buying that PC. Because the moment I did, the moment this news headline came out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so... Oh, crap. Wrong tab. This te- the moment this headline, uh, headline came out, like the people have released an article saying, like, if you bought a or Nvidia came out with a promotion where if you bought one of their GeForce GTX uh, 980 or 970 graphics cards, you had the option to you have it came with uh, Witcher Three or Batman Arkham Knight. Oh, yeah, was, that's not uh, too shocking. They did that okay. last. Yeah, it was like you can find deals like that, but it's kind of means like I can get brand new six dollar game with a PC that I was going to buy anyway. Yeah, I mean, but they did that with um, that same deal with Arkham Origins and Arkham City as well. So yeah, it's, it's not shocking, but it is nice to see like PC does get a little because you don't see like you buy a. Well, you kind of do, like, but you also see, like, the Halo. You don't see, like, not uh, t- not actual uh, loyal games or... Uh, how, how am I, I going to say this? Like, if you buy, like, an Xbox One new, like, you can buy a, a version that has a uh, Halo. Like, Master Chief Collection, which... Yay. But, like, when you're buying a PC, you really don't get games for free. Like, you have to buy the games extra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, like, unless you already have your Steam library. Yeah, true that. But, no, that's a cool yeah. deal, though. That's, like, do basically get a brand new game. Yeah, it's, like, uh, literally a free. brand new game. Like, Arkham Knight isn't even out yet, I don't think. Uh, June 23rd, I think. Uh, well, Witcher 3 is out this month. Uh, May 19th. Two yeah, weeks from today of recording. Next week. Yeah. We can have. Whatever. <laughs> about that. Um, about that time. Um, so, I guess we, we already kind of jumped into our, uh, I guess, our topics. So, we'll keep going into our topics with, um, let's start with uh, with uh, Killzone versus the people. So, Killzone, uh, God, what was it? It, for, it was one for the freaking Vita I came remember, like Shadow something. Mercenaries. Like, mercenaries, thank you. Um, uh, wait, I thought it was Shadowfall. That was it Shadowfall? Were... No, it was Shadowfall. Shadowfall is PS4, I believe. Yeah, it's like, court dismisses lawsuits surrounding kills on Shadowfall graphics. Oh, it was Shadowfall. I thought it was, it was the one for PS Vita. Um, but anyway, so... Uh, there was a pretty big... I don't think it was a class action lawsuit, but there's a lawsuit against the um, kills up against Sony and the... I think Gorilla Games for Killzone, where yep. they it promised Gorilla. it's Gorilla. Okay, yeah. 1080p. Uh, they guaranteed 1080p graphics for, on, for the for the like, online multiplayer. Yeah, native 1080p. 
uh, for the online right. multiplayer, which is pretty astounding for online multiplayer um, in anything. Uh, but essentially, they gave they they gave us 1080p, but it wasn't uh, native. It was it, it took some shortcuts to get us there. And there, this was a couple of years. This was announced a couple of years ago that some people jumped in, started to sue Guerrilla Games, like I said, and Sony uh, for basically false advertisement um, for the Killzone game. And it came out uh, this week that the the courts have dismissed uh, the case, and basically the people are SOL in this sense. So I I don't I don't know about you guys, but I think that that's I'm fine with that. Um. Yeah, I would understand if this was a PC game. Like, because on PC it really matters, but everyone's playing on the same PS4, and like, there's mm-hmm. everyone has the same, uh, I want to say, not latency, but like, it's still uh, 1080p. Like, they got you to 1080 they got it to 1080p. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. playing the same multiplayer, like, it shouldn't really matter, but. And also, I'm kind of tired of all these lawsuits being filed against mm. game developers yeah. and publishers. But I'm also kind of happy because, like it, it seems like uh, the with all these uh, lawsuits being filed, uh, like the developers can't get away with like every little thing that they want to. Yeah, they can't say, "Oh well, if the game's like that, you go on. You bought it already. We have your money." Yeah, I mean, it's there's. There's good and bad to it. There's good and bad, yeah. There's good because if they flat out, if we got it, the game came out and it was an SD or something, then yeah, that's. So, I mean, I don't know. If we the game see. ran at 480. Yeah, or 480 it's, or it's, even, it's, you know, whatever. It's technically HD, but it's not HD you want. Yeah, so I mean, if it came out in that <laughs> sense, I mean, I wouldn't say it's still kind of ridiculous to sue over it, but I can understand the the, the oh, out, yeah. it's uh, like some of the outrage to it. But with it's te- technically 1080. I think it's just. We're nitpicking now, and it's just dumb. I, like I said, I think there's good to it because you can't... I mean, if it came out and it was SD, I'm like, okay, that's bullshit. We're calling you on your bullshit, and we, instead of just calling you on it, we're going to you know fight you on it. Which is good to that because, okay, well, it's going to... Yeah. Game developers aren't going to just have to go out there and like promise the world and then not deliver on it, and then like just, oh, well, sorry. you know. So there's good and bad to it. I think it's ridiculous. I, I think... More than likely, um, the people trying to sue Guerrilla Games knew this probably wouldn't amount to much, um, if anything at all. But I, I, from that sense, I, I guess it is. A, I, I guess it's a scare tactic. I'm okay with it if that's what the the people are going for in this case. What about you, Jack? Well, there's really nothing much for me to pretty much say because you guys pretty much cover the grounds pretty well. It's like I'm not too sure about really the specifics about it. I mean. Yeah, Killzone Shadowfall was advertised as like 1080 H, you know, HD, pretty much. And what was the actual thing for that game itself? It was, was it like... well, it was 1080, but it just wasn't native, like real 1080. It took some shortcuts to get to that 1080. Well, it was still at. Well, it still is 1080 technically, so I don't understand what's the big deal about it. Like I, I... the things uh, like they advertised it as a natural 1080, but like the way they got there, what like took aspects away from the game that it could have been. Oh, okay. Okay, but, yeah, that's... That's what they mean by shortcuts. Yeah. Like, they cut like cut corners, like, in-game to make it 1080. Well, yeah, that's a shitty way of doing it, though, but still, they... <laughs> I can understand the aspect of why the court trial was to... You know, the court case was dismissed and stuff like that, because 
Oh, it should have been dismissed. Yeah. I think we're not arguing. We're not arguing on that. Yeah. Uh, that's just my viewpoint on it, pretty much. It's like, I don't really see the big deal right now. Yeah. So, yeah, glad it's, you know, glad we didn't go that... Excuse me. Glad we didn't go that far with that. Man, I'm, I'm drunk. Um, <laughs> to be fair, uh, you were drunk before we started recording. I was tipsy before we started recording. Now I'm drunk. Uh, <clears throat> so let's go ahead and move on to uh, another topic of ours. Uh, let's jump into uh, Tony Hop Pro Skater 5. Um... It's pretty much, I think we talked, we've talked about it a couple times before, but um, it's been kind of a rumor that for a while now that they're going to bring back Tony Hawk Pro Skater um, mm-hmm. some form or fashion onto the consoles, not just some shitty free-to-play game or not with not, uh, what, what was the, Tony Hawk Bride or whatever the fuck that was? And there was Tony, Tony Hawk, Hawk Rod and then there was Tony Hawk Shred. Yeah, so they, they've come out with, with a lot of like crap in the oh, last shit. decade probably. So, yeah. but they they have announced officially that Tony Hawk Pro Skater Five will officially be coming to pretty much everything PS4, PS3, Xbox One, 360 um, later this year. So it should be out sometime this year, right. um, and it's actually technically the sequel to the 2002 Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four. So it sounds like it's going to go back to kind of what made Tony Hawk Pro Skater big in the first place. Um, thirteen fucking mm. years. Yeah, thirteen years later. Um, so. I guess I'm fairly. I don't, want to, I don't know if I want to say excited. I guess optimistic that this could be a good Tony Hawk game because I was a big fan of the Tony Hawk games um, when I was a kid. So, and we really haven't got a good one since probably Tony Hawk Underground in like two thousand three or four. So, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. What about you, Jake? Uh. I'm happy that this franchise is coming back, but I also see that it's developed by the people who did the Tony Hawk Ride, Tony Hawk Shred, and the Pro Skater HD remake, which people really didn't like. Yeah, but, The reason yeah. why people didn't like it, though, is because they didn't have the original types of music. They didn't have, like, really, like, the specific, like, skaters well, that F, were involved F's inside just, the game. Uh, licensing, feet, licensing shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's not really the, all their fault. I mean, that could be a budget thing. Yeah, but that's true too. I don't. Know, I I did pick up Tony Hawk HD, and I mean I enjoyed it for what it was, but it wasn't like I think that game was perfect for it. Like if Tony Hawk, if Tony Hawk Pro Skater Five came out as like a digital download, and it wasn't like much more than that, I think I'd be more interested. But at this point in the game, I don't know if I could spend sixty dollars on a just a skateboarding game that like, might have much to it. Uh, skate came and gone, and Skate did Tony Hawk's. Well, I, it became a. It was like a spiritual successor to a pro skater. Yeah. It was more technical than Tony Hawk's pro skater as well, but it was really fun to play. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They're like, they're strictly game modes to break your bone, break all your bones as much as you can. I was like, well, oh, yeah. What? Wow. That was pretty fun, too. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like, I think everyone likes Skate now more than they did Tony Hawk pro skater. Hmm. We'll we'll, we'll see we'll see in the fall. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like so. Uh, hopefully, well, the thing about Tony it does Pro well. Skater. The thing about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater to begin with, it was more or less like an arcadey type of experience and stuff. It wasn't really more like realism type of aspects. Say mm-hmm. like a skate. Yeah, it's like you fly like eight hundred feet in the air and click skate look symbols. Yeah, like Tony Hawk yeah. was like Need for Speed and Skate was like Forza. I guess you want to go racing comparison, but simulation mm-hmm. arcade. I could kind of could compare it to say like sporting aspects to say like uh, 
say like bases loaded or whatever the hell type of things where it's just not like uh, say ultra realistic or something like that or even like RBI baseball let's say let's compare RBI baseball to say MLB the show or something like that where one of it's sort of like arcadish type of things where you just play the games and stuff like that and they have various wonky type of aspects and one's kind of like almost super realistic mm-hmm. to where it's like okay it's complicated just to do this right you gotta get the, the right balance the right this the right that and you gotta try to make it try to land these tricks almost precisely unless you want to try to go you know for the really like uh, oh, absurd shit. type of things but you know when I played Tony Ospro Skater back when it first came out and stuff like that I liked the aspects of like uh, I love the level designs I love the characters and stuff the music is very iconic for me because I the Ace of Spades the Ace of Spades that's Tony Ospro Skater 3 right there yep <laughs> What I loved most is I actually went back to uh, playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, like, around, man, like, a couple weeks ago. I still like playing that game. I mean, I really like playing the game because it had all the right type of sound, like, all the right type of music that uh, that just brings me back to, like, the early 2000s stuff like that. Because they had, like, Motorhead, no, they didn't have Motorhead, they had Rage Against the Machine, they had, like, NWA, I think it was. Maybe no, I yeah. think I was thinking three. Which they've always, they've always had a they have like Andrew WK and uh, they had Power Man five thousand for yep. that uh, thing as well, which is kind of hilarious. Now I think about it, there's also CKY. Yeah, CKY was in there as well. But uh, let's see, just thinking about Tony Astro Skater five. The only way I could see this game really working is they they really like keep the old skating type of formula from those first four games. And they just don't really like say uh, they have they can add in like say current musicians current like rock or something like that in order to make it feel type of like uh, a Tony Hawk game. However, as long as they don't add so many unnecessary shit, because you know what, I do like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Four when it came out though, but there was a lot of like various media games that were just kind of stupid too. Yeah, like like say going around instead of a shopping cart and stuff like that in order to try to get to this and that. I mean that doesn't have anything to do. with Oh, what uh, you're talking about? Underground two? Yeah, Underground no, two was no, 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 no. Was more like jackass. About, yeah, there was some like jackass stuff at elements yeah. and stuff. But did you know there's like a baseball mini game that was inside that uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater four inside Alcatraz that level? <laughs> oh man, what, what level was that again? Uh, it was in the Alcatraz what, level. What it's game where you can go to that? You what go game? to Tony Os- It was in Tony Os- Pro Skater Four. Okay. You go to this baseball field, right? And you basically are playing baseball against a ghost, and you're using your skateboard in order to hit baseballs out of the fucking stadium to get like uh, some yeah. sort of points or some some sort of cash. It was just uh, stupid for its time, but it was just kind of funny. It was just like a, like a little time waster stuff, but but uh, yeah, Tony Os- Pro Skater Five. I'm kind of. I'm kind of excited for it, but at the same time, I do not trust Activision to put out a good game in that franchise anymore. Yeah, I mean, I I think the it could be them. It could be false hope. I think right now, especially with that, especially like it could I, either be the make make or break. Because like maybe they're just trying to bring back old games. Because could that's true. They could they could be like you said, make or break where. Like, okay, well, people haven't really liked this since we, we went from the Tony Hawk Pro Skater days. So we'll go back to it. Or it I liked American like, Wasteland. That was probably the last... Uh... It was fine for what it was, yeah. But I, I'm wondering, though, if, like, maybe, like, okay, well, people might like obviously like this better. So we'll do the things we did before, but we'll just um, right. we'll just put five on the end and call it, like, oh, it's right. Rebirth, essentially. But it's really not. Um, I don't know. I'm hopeful for it. I hope it works out. I hope it, it's good. And then we get a 
we get a, that series gets you know brought back to life essentially. Um, but let's go ahead and move on to another topic of ours. Uh, so I don't know how much we're going to say about this one, but uh, Watch Dogs Two is been officially announced that it will no surprise. be it or that it is in development right now. Wow. So, I'm not surprised. No, I mean, I, it, it did sell well for new IP. I thought. Yeah, it sold well. It had pretty, you know, mediocre reviews, seven to eights. I would say, kind of like Battlefield Hardline. Um, I don't think it lived I'm, up to the. I'm hype. sure this is where they hit it out of the park. It is <laughs> like, going to be a, if this is going to be like the Assassin's Creed two of say like a Watchdog series. Then. Yeah, like, it, it actually could be like Ubisoft. Like, it really, I don't want to say this, like, but I kind of do. Like, they're. Notorious for not having good first games, like they're that's bad. very true. They're known for making their sequels better. Yeah, um, and I talked about before the, before the game even came out uh, last May that I felt like this game when it, when it was supposed to come out in fall of two thousand like thirteen, I said that game it could have came out and been as good as Assassin's Creed One, which got the seven eight reviews and. Um, could have been, and people will still have been fine with it. But when it got delayed back till like what eight months or six months, it had mm-hmm. to be Assassin's Creed Two, and it lived up. To, I would say it was still. I still really enjoyed the game. I thought it was, it was nothing amazing. I thought it was fine for what it was. Um, I didn't really, I didn't regret the purchase. Um, I got my time, and I think I got my time and my enjoyment out of it. Um, but it definitely didn't live up to the hype that it set for itself. Uh, but with Watch Dogs 2, maybe they'll figure out, okay, well, people like this. People didn't necessarily like that. So I uh, think People didn't like the main character. Give the player a little bit more custom out, customizable and give him an actual character. Yeah, I mean, there was definitely <laughs> problems with the... Yeah, the, definitely the story wasn't all that fantastic. But, I mean, and I talked about when I when the game came out, I, I never got sick of the hacking in that game. And I thought there was a really cool mechanic to that game that I love to do. And if they can build on that and make that more... Make that fun and, and kind of keep going with that and fix the side problems with Watch Dogs One. Um, I think which, we can have a very which good game. Was, which was kind of what they did with the that uh, Jack said the Assassin's Creed. Yeah, like mm-hmm. they built their world like right off the get go. Like they had their world. It was like you do this, you go into this, you go into this machine. You're in the past. You're going through memories. All right, bam. It's not until uh, Assassin's Creed Two is when they expanded, like made that better. Yeah, and, like, I and think, I'm not even a fan of that franchise. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm looking forward. I, 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 it'll probably be a day one buy for me. I imagine we probably won't see it till like 2016 or probably right. I say into two, 2016, maybe mid 2017. No, um, they're they're going to announce it at E3, and then you're oh, going to yeah. get you're going to get hyped, and yep. then it's going to come like six months later. You're still kind of hyped, but <laughs> you're going down. Then it's going to get delayed. Then you're going to lose all faith in it. <laughs> it's like the Josh Radden effect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. You're probably right, too. Uh, <laughs> you guys know me too well. We've, we've done this podcast for too long. Uh, All right. No, that means it's time to cancel it. Oh, last episode oh, no. of one. Bye. Episode 99 is the last one. Uh, no. Um, no, we have to make it to 100. No, we're just going to do 99. Um, 99.5. There you go. Yeah. Be, we'll do a half episode. Uh, it's like, yeah, this is the episode to tell you we we quit. Yeah. So with, I don't. know, I think I mean it's so well enough to to I you know, obviously it, it was a big it, there's a big enough name it's behind so Watch Dogs. To get a print, to it's, a yeah, so well enough to get a sequel. I think I think there's 
people, I think for the most part, people like uh, the mechanics they built in the game. It was a fine game. It was, there was nothing really blatantly lo- wrong with the game, besides the story. Um, but the, I thought from the, the story, it, it really didn't look that impressive, like you said earlier. Yeah. Um, and my headset's messing up. Hello. Yeah, we're here. Mm. Okay. Hello. Hello. Okay. Um. We well, Jack. like I said, the game didn't. Uh, you said earlier uh, the game didn't look overwhelmingly that great. Like on the consoles, I'm sure it looked phenomenal on PCs. Mm-hmm. But um, like all they need really need to do for a sequel is new get a new character. Like do what they do with the uh, Assassin's Creed. Like maybe just get. Have a new protagonist or anti-hero that's actually enjoyable to play as. Mm. Maybe one that's a ex-hacker who's being hunted by a mob or some shit. Oh, that'd be interesting. Kind of like Watch Dogs One. Is that what it is? Essentially. Yeah. Well. Anyway, you're you're a hacker. There's not really many stories you can go for. That's true. There's not. <laughs> there's one story. It's like hacking to the federal database and suddenly you have cops everywhere. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. But uh. Yeah, it's like have a new character, have one that's maybe not necessarily has a family, but has a group of friends. Like that way, he's not constantly protecting his quote family. Yeah, and like and actually just have more customization. Like have a multi. I don't even said it's like have a multiplayer similar to what Rockstar has with GTA. Like, well, they... I'm not necessarily asking for 30 people online, full customized characters, but. Give me the option to, like, like uh, Watch Dogs had eight people online, which was good because the city wasn't that big. And when you, uh, then it's like, have your own character. Like, I know, uh, like, instead of having spawned in, like, an NPC for other people, like, you're actually seeing your main story character. And uh, you're having to deal with the main story character why everyone around you looks like NPCs but they're also dealing with the same thing like and also uh, Watch Dogs had an interesting move like uh, interesting game mode where that people like a random person will hack in jump in and hack you like on occasion Ugh. yeah it could be annoying but it was interesting it was different yeah I don't I, I, I it's gonna do well I'm just, there's gonna be hype around it um, I'm looking forward to it, like I said. Um, but let's, um, where are we at in time? We, we got time for, I think, maybe one more topic. Um, you guys want to cover mine number nine, or do you want to do something else? Uh, let me get my second monitor. My super mouse isn't let me get there. Um, hmm. We could, uh, uh we can cover the... GTA and then the Goat Simulator. You don't want to do mine number nine? That's up to you if you really want to. Jackie Boy, what do you want to do? Uh, just go whatever feels good. <laughs> okay. Alright, so we're going with butt sex tonight. Um, <laughs> the last topic of the show. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, surprise! Surprise! 
Uh, let's go ahead and talk about Goatsy. So, I don't... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> damn it. Probably should have thought about that before I said it out loud. <laughs> I shut it up, too. I really uh, did. I shut it up, too. Uh, <laughs> Amazing. So... <laughs> foreshadowing, dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> god damn it. That's the title. Alright, that's the title of the show. Let's... Talk... About nope, 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 nope. That's not the title. I, I will not put that title down. Well, I put Z, the letter Z. Okay, that'll be okay. So, uh, Goat Simulator is a game that's been on Steam. It's on cell phones as well. It's on your Xbox Ones. I don't have an Xbox. It's also, I guess, it's on Xbox One. I don't, I don't have an Xbox. Is it on your PS4? Nope. Aw. Uh, so it was, it was, it was initially we talked about this. I think when it first came out that it was actually a. Um, Kind of a joke, like someone just made it, uh, this goat simulator game, and it's just, you're just a goat, and you just do stupid stuff around the around a little world, and it was, it's, it, it was just, it was a joke, really, and it was just, it's, 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 it, was a, it was actually a really good joke, too, like, yeah, it was just a badly made, it was, I think it was April Fool's joke or something, yeah, and it, it was, was an April Fool's joke, and it was just, it's a, it's a buggy game, there's nothing really, like, technically as a game, it's not very good, but it's just, it's just really crazy and over top, it's just you know, and it's fun. Um, so there is an expansion coming out for like five bucks um, on PC, and I believe on the on cell phones as well, Android, and I believe it's on iPhone. Um, but it's uh, I think it's five dollars, and it's Go Z with the letter Z. Uh, damn it, Jake. Uh, hey, it's not me. That's the developer there. I know, but it was it's. Uh, I, uh, God damn it. So with with Goat Z, uh, it's coming out. I believe May goat, 7th. Call it Goat Zombie or Goat Z. Goat Z. We'll call it Goat Z. Goat Z. Um, so Goat Z is coming out on May the seventh, this Thursday or two days ago. Um, if you're listening to this, the day comes comes out. Um, my birthday actually, May the seventh. Good day. Happy birthday. birthday to you. And Happy Jake is fired from the podcast. So. Get to editing, you piece of shit. Happy birthday to you. Oh, wow. Go fuck yourself. Uh, I'm sorry. You can, no, I'm gonna make you I, I, this I love you. No, you don't. Uh, so, uh, it's coming out. I watched the there's a YouTube video out now for it. Um, it looks awesome. I wish I had an Xbox One, honestly. I mean, this isn't a system seller, but I kind of wish I could play this game. Uh, so, it's just, it's just looks Awesome. I don't know what I'll say about it, but you're just a goat. You're driving a car, and you're killing zombies. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Also, uh, to verge off of this a little, uh, there is a uh, a deer mod for GTA 5 PC that allows you to play as a freaking deer, and it's hilarious. What? Yeah, it, <laughs> it, looked, it, it looked a lot like Ghost Simulator. Like, I, I can't wait to play that. But yeah, it's like this is this is even more ridiculous for a game called Goat Simulator to have a uh, a crafting uh, system like Minecraft and every other game, and then uh, oh zombies. It's... I just imagine the deer going into a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> it's been for a lap dance. God damn it. <laughs> And it, if they're sitting in a chair, it will spasm out like it doesn't go simulator. And it's hilarious. <laughs> it's just like oh. grinning at a corpse of a deer. 
Yeah, the thing is, though, it's like uh, Rockstar's anti-mod. So. Yeah, speaking of uh, Rockstar. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) You want to go away from the goat simulator? Let's go away from Goatsy. Yeah, let's talk about uh, (laughs) Goatsy. Episode 98. Oh, dear. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, um, speaking of Rockstar and PC, the uh, mod is out now for um, Rockstar. Grand Theft Auto is called Game of Thrones. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five uh, now, where you can actually get the uh, gravity gun from uh, Portal One and Two. It okay. it basically turns it doesn't basically it turns the taser gun, which was pretty useless, or the yeah. stun gun, which was pretty useless in GTA, and do uh, the gravity gun, which is hilarious. Yes, I watched the video on that. It actually looks pretty, that's pretty funny. Um, so I think that that's out now and. Uh, I don't. Know. I think that looks pretty cool. Like I, I, it's, it's times like these I wish I was a PC gamer. Yeah, and it's like, mm. I like. Uh, I'll be honest. Grand Theft Auto Five. Even though I have it on the 360, I have it on the PS3. I have it on the Xbox One and PS4. I want to get it on the fucking PC now. <laughs> Jesus. Like Rockstar, just email me a code. I've already bought the damn game four times. Please. <laughs> don't make me spend anymore. <laughs> I don't want to. Please. I'm broke. No, uh, but for real, it's like, these mods that I'm seeing, like, even though Rockstar is pretty much banning people for using them, like, they make me want to play this even more. And it's like, I can actually stand why, because if the game actually lets you mod, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of iffy, because they're giving a lot, away, a lot of free content away that, they yep. really shouldn't be. Like, they're giving away content that they could have easily paid for, like the host update, which was 30 gigs. Yeah. And, uh, and it's like, and all they're asking for you is to buy microtransactions. Mm. And my, or some microtransactions, pay for GTA money for online. But, uh, like, the way I see it, maybe the reason why they're going against these hacking is because they let people have open at it that they could find a way to which I know plenty of people have already done it already, but find a way to get free GTA money like through the uh cards. Oh, they can uh, do that. That's a good point because I guess with the like with the like honest, if, if you're hacking if you're modding the game you have access to that code. Yeah, I mean and they had they had issue with that basically like immediately with the console versions on the online mode. So uh, it, it wasn't for the, the it wasn't the free cards. It was a uh, like the in-game, like it was an uh, in-game hack. Yeah, I know, but it was just, I mean, imagine how quickly someone hacked it, essentially, in, um, you know, with the consoles, it'd be even faster on the PCs, there's, there's a bigger audience on the, on the PCs than there is on the consoles, so. Oh, yeah, it's like, the only reason people wanted it for, on PC is for them to mod. Yeah. It's like, if you don't play GTA 4, you don't play San Andreas on PC unless you want to mod it. Like, you go into GTA or GTA 4 online, that game, even on the consoles, is modded to fucking hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can see why they don't want that on the PC, but I wish they would, like, find a way to regulate it. Like, if, um, if, you're, if you're a developer or a mod modder, like, even, I know, um, Steam, like, they took away, like, the pay to mod, pay, pay for mods. Yeah. 
like if there was a way for like them for modders to upload their mods to uh, like some Rockstar verified server and allow people to download those mods, like after like after Rockstar is like verified, it's like okay, this is not harm our game. You can use it. Yeah. I wish someone like that was in place, but it's not going to happen. No, it ain't going to happen. Because the only way that or the the time it did happen, people got mad and forced uh, Valve to take them away. Yeah. So, oh, that's cool. I mean, it sounds pretty cool. Uh, I don't. I understand that. I didn't think about the online um, economy part with the mods. Uh, that's a good point, though. Like yeah. the way the the gravity gun mod that we've seen and that deer mod I was talking about earlier, those were single player mods. So yeah, and that's a good point though. Like I said, with the with the what if you break the online economy, you pretty much broken the game. So right, um, there's no reason for people to do heist or do missions, and, yeah, unless they just want to play, pay for it. You know, actually pay real money for money in the game. Um, but I think that about does it for. Uh, our topics this week. Uh, we'll save what we have left over for next week. Oh well, uh, we're not going an hour and a half. <laughs> we're, we're, when we get done, we'll be at about an hour and a half. Uh, so, uh, oh yeah, my bad. Like I'm looking at my second audio file. Oh, uh, so let's go ahead and jump into kind of the conclusion of the show. Jack, what is our wrestler of the week? All right. Well, for the wrestler of the week portion, let's see. I'm just trying to think off things off the top of my head like normal. <laughs> but uh, well, this past Monday we had kind of a little bit of an interesting Raw dealy. I mean, that, <laughs> well, Raw was kind of interesting to a certain extent, but uh, it, normally what it does though is uh, I got bored of it. This is like the second week in the row. I got bored of it with the first like 20 minutes, so I just turned it off. But. Uh, but uh, there is one person I like to talk about who actually kind of uh, got himself injured, I think, like uh, during this Monday when he was fighting John Cena, and that's uh, Sami Zayn. I mean, Sami Zayn has uh, <gasps> been mentioned a couple times before, yeah. I believe, on our podcast. But uh, but uh, the thing about Sami Zayn, what makes him kind of a little bit more interesting and stuff, I mean, because... He was in the Indies previously as a uh, character El Generico, who had some great feuds and stuff with uh, guys like Kevin Steen and like uh, like uh, Adrian Neville or like Pac, as he was known as and stuff. So, to reiterate certain things, it's like uh, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn has some great like uh, great moves and stuff like that. But uh, let's see, I believe he was still like feuding with uh, Kevin Owens last time I checked, like somewhat. But. Uh, I don't know. I just haven't really seen much of NXT either. <laughs> but uh, he's known for, like, say, his uh, diving tornado DDT that he does through, like, the, the, the bottom rope and stuff like that. I know that. I mean, he was known for, like, using various moves, too, before going to the WWE. Like, say, his brain buster that he would use in the top rope. <laughs> Let's see. He's held various, like, titles as well, like, through uh, Ring of Honor and stuff as well. But, uh, hmm trying to think of what else stuff I'm, I'm really really spacing like what he does for his finisher and stuff <laughs> um, hmm. well anyway that's pretty much what all I could think about for like uh, Sami Zayn yeah kind of a little bit of anemic for this week's type of things but yeah you know I just haven't really been into wrestling very much lately <laughs> let's go ahead and jump into our 
Uh, trivia of the week. What do you got for me, Jake? Well, in this week's episode of Trivia of the Week, I am bringing it into you in Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Huh. Nice. In honor of the Avengers Age of Ultron. Uh, in, uh, or I'm going to double up, actually, this week. At one point in time, the both Link from the Legend of Zelda series and Samus from Metroid were going to be playable characters. Mm-hmm. Huh. The reason why this was removed is unknown, but is speculated due to that Nintendo was being shown the, the characters in a PlayStation 2 version of the game, <laughs> and that they were not happy with their characters appearing on a competitor's console. Also, it would look really fucking weird if Link and Samus was in a Marvel game. Yeah, a little bit. No, it's yeah, just it the, like, it's just, so it was a good. Oh my god! Go ahead. It's just the thought that uh, they would show Nintendo like uh, their own characters and stuff on the competitor's console just to make sure. I mean, they could use a GameCube. They could use like freaking like uh, their own development kits for like that various uh, version of the game. It had to be the PS2 version. <laughs> but uh, like it would have been weird, like playing like because some of the characters in the game. Like, have custom interactions. Like, if you uh, encounter Electra while having Daredevil in your team, mm-hmm. like, they would have had a conversation if you had, if you came up with Electra with, I forgot who else, but it doesn't matter. Uh, the point is that they had custom conversations, and I don't know what this would have been like if it just, Link or Samus. It would have just there. been like a Link just shouting or something like that, and had just Samus just going, Hey! <laughs> Tony! No, uh. <laughs> No, uh, also, Aaron Hansen, also known as Ego Raptor, mm-hmm. provided a voice for Dr. Bruce Banner in the PS3, Wii, and PSP versions of Marvel Ultimate Alliance after winning a console held by Activision. Oh, brother. Hmm. Not kind of surprised, though, but that's, well, somewhat interesting. Game Grumps. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and move on. It's like to... you mentioned someone way better than us, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, um, well, fuck." How do we end it now? I'm a pretty big fan of Game Grumps, actually. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and wrap up the show, though. Um, so if you want to hear more from us, we are on Facebook. We have a page and a group under Generation Gaming. If you uh, want to hear, we're also on Gen Gaming Net. Um, oh, I'm sorry, we're also on Twitter under Gen Gaming Net. Uh, same with YouTube and Twitch. Um, we are at Gen Gaming Net, like I said. Uh, so follow us and subscribe on there. Um, Jake has been doing a lot of uh, Let's Plays here recently. Um, you can find him on his own personal page on YouTube. What is it again? Knuckles Gaming? Yeah, it was like, it, just look for Knuckles Gaming. Uh, it should be there. It's like, I don't have. They changed their stupid fucking URL system. Really? So now I have to have five, at least 500 fucking subscribers before I can change my name. What? Yeah. <laughs> change the URL. So it's like youtube.com slash WX42481265C. That is so stupid. <laughs> oh, some bullshit. That is so stupid. Just go to youtube.com and search for Knuckles Gaming and you'll find them. Look for Let's Be Afraid. That was, that's one of my biggest... Or, one of my biggest channels. <laughs> Just go for or one of my biggest playlists. <laughs> okay. Is there trigger on the knuckle? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, Jack? <laughs> well, I've been kind of depressed for the past couple of days, uh, and this is the only form of laughter I've been getting, so I'm pretty good. <laughs> there you go. 
So Man, you like must be the... depressed if you think we're funny. No, it's just the or it's just the random crap funny. I'm coming up with. Uh, don't take this away from him, Jake. <laughs> All right, don't be, don't be that guy. Okay. Well, anyways, talk, talk to someone, Jack. Yep. That's what he, that's what he does the podcast for. So, anyways, <laughs> let's move on to. I guess actually, you know what? We've we've already done all that. We don't have to move on to anything. We're moving on to the end of the show. I was your host this week, Tyler. I've been the Jack of Hearts, and I've been YouTube.com slash wx four two five eight four. Bye, GG everyone. GG. Actually, that's not my YouTube channel. Do not go there. Yeah. <laughs> hate, haters gonna hate. Uh, players gonna play. Oh dear. We're just gonna shake, shake, shake. Thank you.